may not have a film fixation, but we're here for a noir education. Beebidi-boo, doot-doodle-doo, pow Welcome to A Real Education Noir. I am Melissa, and I am joined by... Allie. And... Tanya. Yay! We're all three here, and we, today, are going to watch a movie called Red Rock West. I need to slow down to say that because I turn into... Because of the, it comes out Wed Walk West. Wed West. I, I turn into Barbara Walters and <laughs> oh, it Baba just... Yeah. <laughs> so I will start with Allie because I think Tanya knows a little bit about the movie. Allie, what do you know about Red Rock West? It sounds like it should be a Western. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, anything with West in the name. Yeah. It's, well, and and Red, yeah. Red Rock sounds like something like, it would be like Red Rock Canyon or something like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. That's so, in my head, I'm picturing a Western and knowing that I'm very, very wrong because this is not that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It is not real education Western. But I would be on that podcast in a heartbeat. Oh, I know you would. And and we have watched Westerns here yeah, before. Yes, I Johnny Guitar. Johnny Guitar. We did see Johnny Guitar here. So, Tanya, what do you know about Red Rock? Nicholas Cage. Yes! <laughs> oh, really? Yes! <laughs> I'm so excited now. Yeah, we, we go from caged to cage. So, uh, uh, see what I did there? Yeah, so um, Red Rock West is a movie I came upon um, when I was doing the Nicolas Cage project where we, my friends and I were all watching every other week as many Nicolas Cage movies as we could. And we worked for over a year and we still didn't watch all the Nicolas Cage movies because he was making them faster than we can watch them. Yeah. So Red Rock West is this movie that was made in 1993. Okay. And people just don't seem to remember it anymore. It was just a little little movie that was made back then and it, it's it's really solid and it's it, it's a lot of fun. So I thought I'd uh, throw it at you guys and we take a look at it. I'm Sounds excited. Great. All right, cool. Uh, so, dear listeners, uh, Red Rock West is actually pretty easy to find. It's on streaming channels here and there. Uh, so please go watch it and we will join you after this brief musical interlude to talk about the film. Yay! 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 So, ladies, that was Red Rock West. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It was. A, it was definitely that. It was a thing. It was a thing. Uh, what did you think, guys? I liked it. It, it was, was just good fun. Yeah, it was yeah. popcorn. I, yeah. I wanted. Yeah. I needed to eat popcorn. Very popcorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I figured it was a good follow up to Cage. It, dear listeners, the the this episode and the previous one we recorded them back to back, which means Cage. and now for something completely different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we had we had some fun with our, our friend Nicholas Cage here, and uh, yeah. well, it was fun. Yeah. 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 I, I did do a lot of screaming at the television. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Why are you doing it? Bad decision man. Stop. Yes. He is a descendant of bad decision boy from, from Escalator to the Gallows. Yes. Because... <laughs> elevator, elevator to the, to the Gallows. Ele- yeah. Although Escalator to the Gallows <laughs> would be very interesting, I, too. I do keep messing up the title. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it's just so, he had moments of brilliance. 
Yes, you did. And there, then, were, there were moments where I was like, oh my god, that was really, really smart. Yeah, you never see people do, like, really, really smart stuff like that yes. in the film. And then he immediately follows up yes. with something so mind-numbingly stupid that you're like, oh yeah, that's that's more okay. like what they do in films. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, there you go. And, okay. Well, at least, I mean, it feels like it. it's at least maybe consistent for his character. Because, you know, he's a drifter. He, yeah. He looks like he hasn't made the best decisions And I mean, life. like... A lot of the stuff that he does well, it would also make sense for him to have training to have done those yes, things. Yes, yes, yeah, because like, he's a marine. Yeah, you're yeah. a marine. He can shoot, yeah. so that makes sense yeah. when he's in the gunfight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he can, you know, they probably get some rudimentary mechanical training, mm-hmm. maybe because he pulled a nun. Mm-hmm. He, he pulled the sound of music nun. Yeah, chucked the distributor cap right out. Yep, and closed the hood. And, and closed the hood. The, thank mm-hmm. God, I was like. Waiting for him to leave the hood open. I'm like, oh, well, yes, draw attention to the fact that you fucked the car, you goddamn idiot. And then, and then he shut it, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some sense. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I think the, the good outweighs the bad. It's just that the, when well, somebody mean, makes a really bad decision, it's, it's really, really, really bad. He did survive. He did survive. He did. I actually At least to very, the train. I mm-hmm. was very satisfied with that ending. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I... I but throwing mm-hmm. away your gun... And hey, I'm just gonna leave the gun on the table here. Yeah, like, come into the God bar with me. Have idiot. a drink. Uh, I don't That's really a want a drink. Just have a drink. Bounced, you moron. Oh. And and oh, and when she's in the bar and she's like, oh, we should go to Mexico together. Two letters. Two letters. He had to say no mm-hmm. is a complete oh. sentence. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's go to Mexico. You're you're pretty. <sighs> No. <laughs> also, I kept I I have a problem with uh Laura Flynn Boyle. Okay. Not her acting, not any I just cannot see her outside of Wayne's World. Okay. So fair, like I kept fair. waiting for her to say Wayne's World things and she didn't. <laughs> yeah, see see for me I've been watching her in Twin Peaks and, <laughs> ah, which yes. is very consistent with this character, actually. <laughs> kind of that over-the-top, noirish, <gasps> husky. <kind> okay. Of, <laughs> are, <laughs> yeah. Did I hit a happy spot? No, or, I just had it. Well, okay. Or, uh, so, so before we started recording, I was thinking through the movie, and it was a spoilers. Dennis Hopper, you know, gets bayoneted, and then he comes back. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, we were talking about what sequels we'd want to see for Caged. Yeah. So the sequel I want to see from this one... Is like an undead slasher fic with Dennis Hopper's character. Oh, I'm game. Like, oh yes, yeah. I except for that. his name's Lyle, so like it'd be like a comedy, like it's a an absurdist black comedy kind of slasher movie. Okay. Because like, I how scary is that. a dude named Lyle? Oh, we can go like full Samuel Beckett with this. Yeah, shit. no, no kidding. Ah. <laughs> waiting for Godot only with a zombie. <laughs> I yeah. So wow. So and then you mentioned Twin Peaks, and I was like, well, Lyle could totally show up in Twin Peaks. Well, yeah. I mean, bayonet uh, wound and all. Yeah. Well, he, he did. Uh, Hopper did play Frank Booth in Blue Velvet. So yeah. there's the David Lynch uh, connection right there. Yeah. yeah. We can make this work. <laughs> Heineken, fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. 
<laughs> For this film, though, it was all about the Budweiser. It was yes. all about the Budweiser. Oh, yeah, God, I that's think they a had terrible some funding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, cute. so in the beginning, I was like, oh, cute, that's some subtle Budweiser advertising as the beer man is yeah. bringing in the beer. Yeah. I was like, that's really tasteful. And then Jim Beam and a bottle of Bud, I was like, oh, you went there and now we're seeing the full. Okay, okay, yep. the tasteful yeah, the the label is not there anymore. Always, it is blatant. Yep. Yep. But, the you know, to be fair. Out. Th- this mean, movie was probably made for like thirty five dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. No, I, that's true. I get it. The the sponsorship pays for a good chunk of the film, mm-hmm. and they deserve you know what they pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I was just so in love with the subtleness the <laughs> of the beer man. I was like, that's perfect. Why can't they all be like that? Mm-hmm. And then they were because some people won't pay attention to the beer guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. I wish they were drinking better whiskey. I agree. Yeah. But, you know, if, if Dennis Hopper is going to dump it all over a that's, house and light it on true. fire, yeah. it, it might yeah. as well be shitty whiskey. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Actually, shitty wor- w- whiskey's going to burn better. Now I kind of want to know what kind of tequila they were drinking. Yeah. Well, for the price they paid, not good. Well, <laughs> well it is the Texas, 90s. though. No, 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 no they Wyoming. were in Wyoming. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I wanted it to be I was be getting it so... <laughs> yeah. I was so locked into Texas there. Although, for if... whatever reason. If they had been in Texas, the caretaker would have come out with a shotgun. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was surprised the caretaker did not have a shotgun, to be honest Yeah, with you. I mean, even Wyoming. Yeah. Pretty much the entire corridor between Wyoming and Texas... All shotguns. Shotguns all the way, all the way down? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. kind of yeah. what I was thinking. Anywhere. But, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever, but... <laughs> So Nicolas Cage had a very interesting opening uh, entrance. Yeah, it's like movie. let's let's ogle Nicolas Cage for yeah. A few and yeah. I I I'm not usually a Nicolas Cage uh, voyeur, mm-hmm. uh, but this movie I was I was kind of like hey he's uh, he's got some some muscle going on there. He's yeah. got some some yeah. toes. Doing one-handed push-ups. Yeah. In cowboy boots, which would kill the toes of the boots, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, well, he wasn't working with much for clothing. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's true. You know. I still would have taken the boots off. Yeah, probably. But then, you know, it, it gets hot in the asphalt and, you know. Yeah. 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 dirt. Anyways. Anyways. We don't need to argue about that. We just need to say that, yes, that was some nice ogling. Yes. So, like, 90s Nicolas Cage, that was when they were trying to remodel him as a as really an action, the action star. guy. Yeah, because, because this was before The Rock? This is right in line with The Rock and uh, uh, Con, Air. Con Air. Okay. Which are delicious, by the way. <laughs> if you have not reveled in the junk food joy that is either of those two movies, Rock is Better than anybody remembers. But in Con Air is just juicy. Oh, and uh, Face Off was in too. <gasps> oh, no, no, yeah, no. That's right. Face Off. <laughs> God, I love, I, got, I love this era of Nicolas Cage. Because, I mean, in the 80s, much of the time he was trying to be a serious actor. Yes. Because, you know, he's... He, well, you know, we all, we all know he's, mean, he's the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola, yes. who, you know, came up through the 70s as one of the major directors. And, uh, you know, when the 80s rolled around, he helped get Nick Cage into his first couple roles. Uh, his uh, Cage's first movie was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No. And he went fairly quickly into Valley Girl, which was a leading role for him. Yeah. Which was And then a really how long did it take him to get around to Scorsese? 
Scorsese picked him up pretty early because let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember his filmography. Let's see. Well, I've got he it did. here on IMDb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. I'm all prepared. I mean, Scorsese used him in Bringing Out the Dead, which was 1996 or so. Well, I, oh, I, Bringing Out the Dead was 99. Oh, was it that late? Yeah, oh. it was the same year he did Eight Millimeter. Okay, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. He's got like two movies a year. Well, he's hardworking, you know. Right. Yeah. I just didn't realize those were in the same era. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, of course, you know we're in the era of Nicolas Cage now, where he's doing three or four a year because he's broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the the poor man. Um, I feel I'm, so I'm bad not, for him. I've actually found the I found this out today. I knew he was broke. Um, you know, he was he was like fabulously rich for a long time, and then just. Bad financial management happened. Yeah. And I found out what happened, at, at least in part, was um, he didn't want to deal with stocks or banks or anything uh-huh. like that and, you know, play the, the money market yeah, to yeah. invest. So he bought a shit ton of property and then the oh. housing bust happened. Oh. Yeah, see, I really do feel bad for him. Yeah. He That's... thought he took the safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and, and, and so many other people, yeah. yeah. And he and he just went upside down. And you know when he have a giant collection of cars and yeah, all the nerd stuff that he was trying to maintain. And you know, it's yeah, hard. because physical assets not easy to liquidate, right? Yeah. Right. So anyway, this was just a fun era for him. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of great movies that yes. came out in late. 80s, early 90s, and this one was just kind of this quiet little thing. Um, this movie was made by John Dahl and Rick Dahl. Uh, John Dahl was the director, and then uh, the two of them wrote the movie. These are the guys who did Joyride oh. and Rounders. And so they had a pretty good era during the 90s, too. And uh, after this, John Dahl went on to be a really prolific tv director mm-hmm. uh he did tons and tons of episodes of like justified and californication and dexter vampire diaries true blood yeah since 2005 he's been almost exclusively tv and yeah. tons of it but uh, anyway he's good friends with francis ford coppola which is how nick cage got attached to this project yeah and then dennis hopper one of the great bad boys of cinema <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, if you haven't run into Dennis Hopper I'm <laughs> in, in movies, I, I, I feel bad for you. You should look up some of his stuff because he's a fantastically entertaining actor to watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a – he's he passed away now. He passed away in 2010. But he had a career spanning like 50 years. He came up with James Dean. Like oh. he was um, – he started off in Rebel Without a Cause and was buddies with James Dean. He was also in Giant. Yes, with yes he was. And then when James Dean passed away for a short while, the movie industry was trying to, like, rebrand Hopper as the next James <laughs> Dean. Oh, God. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, no, no, no. No, that – he – Hopper took kind of a different path. And, you know, by 1969, he uh, he was working with Peter Fonda and Jack Nicholson on a little movie called Easy Rider. Yay! Uh, which Hopper directed. And uh, that was fabulously successful. And that carried his career for quite a long ways, even though he – there were some ups and downs yeah. there. And, you know, he had issues with drugs. And, you know, he, he for the longest time in Hollywood, he kind of almost had the Keith Richards reputation of, yeah, we can't do any drugs because you did them all already. <laughs> and we right. have to wait till you die and then smoke your rashes. Yeah. Thank you. As you Leo. do. I'm amazed he made it to 2010, given that um, 
but he was also a rather accomplished photographer and a painter. He was actually due to appear in Doctor Who. In 2007, he was going to be part of Voyage of the Damned. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) But uh, That would have been a much different episode. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh, unfortunately, he wasn't available for long enough, so uh, the part was cast with uh, Clive Swift. Huh. Mr. Copper. That would have been so different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I also like Dennis Hopper during this era because he got really fun when he got old and grizzled and yeah. crazy. And he didn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. No. He was just completely unabashed in any role yeah. that he was given. Just, nom, 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 nom. Yeah, between Apocalypse Now, where he's the crazy man who is the prelude to Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> To, to Frank oh, Booth and Blue Lord. Velvet, to, you know, this, you know, he's actually fairly restrained. <laughs> no kidding. But every time yeah. he's on screen, it's like, ah, oh, I just want to watch you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> More. Yeah. I, I was having so much fun watching him uh, dump the booze out. Yes. In the house. yes. And it's just like, ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. Drink, drink a bit, bit dump a bit, drink a yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Dennis Hopper. Yeah. He's so much fun. T.J. Walsh. T.J. Walsh is great. Um, one of those great character actors. He was the asshole in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. He was in Sling Blade, A Few Good Men, Pleasantville, Nixon. The Negotiator. Nixon, yeah. God, he was in one of the other... Oh, he was in Hoffa, wasn't he? I'm checking. He was on The X-Files. He was really great at those uh, <laughs> historical uh, movies that were... That Oliver Stone was making at the time. He was... Oh, he was in the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, that's unfortunate. He was in A Few Good Men. You said that. Yes, he was in Hoffa. Okay. Yeah. He started his career fairly late. He started in the early 80s. Uh, He was discovered in a uh, Broadway production of Glengarry Glen Ross. And somebody from the movie industry said, you you should be a character actor in movies. And... uh, (laughs) That was his career ever since, and he passed away in 1998, so we've been far too long without this man, but uh, he was, it was always good to see him and stuff. And then, of course, we have Dwight Yoakam, who (laughs) has this tiny little role as the truck driver, but we've seen, this was his first movie. Before then, you know, he started out in the 70s as a country singer. Yep. Actually, fairly accomplished one, and who... Had some crossover appeal in the the um, punk circles and rockabilly circles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He toured with the Violent Thems and and all that stuff. And apparently, is just he's fun. He's just fun to work with. But uh, this was his first movie, and since then he's been a ton of stuff. He's a yeah, fun character. Lots of actor. indie stuff. Yeah. Uh, like he was in what was that Billy Bob Thornton movie? I just saw it. Sling Blade. Yes, Sleep Blade. Yep. He was in Roswell. He was in... He was in Panic Room and yep. the Crank movies. Yes. <laughs> oh. the, the doctor in the Crank movies. I love him in that role so much. Like, if there's any reason aside from Jason Statham to watch the Crank <laughs> movies, it is Dwight Yoakam. And, of course, Lara Flynn Boyle from Twin Peaks. Yes. And Wayne's World. So. And Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everything is way old for me. I just... Uh, yeah. uh, there was much yelling at the screen, and it was good. Yes. Yeah, it's... Um, I love the twists. Yeah. Like, I saw most of them, mm-hmm. but I still loved them. Well, and while you could see 
while you could see them coming, you didn't necessarily know why. Yes. yes. Which is why they still work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I knew that uh, when the sheriff came, it was going to be Wayne. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he addressed it just to the sheriff. You didn't actually look up who the sheriff is. Yeah. Oh, no, this is going there. <laughs> <laughs> Small town, there's going to be some overlap in Jones. Yeah, yes. yes. Oh, we have not yet mentioned the unfortunate hair. Oh, the everybody in that police department except had, except, except the one you Walsh. liked. Okay, yes, he had he had decent hair. JT Walsh, you know, had appropriate hair. Yeah, yes. he had like a, the the short kind of clippy buzz. Yeah, thing. You know, it's kind of perennial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just long lasting. There's a reason it's around. Yeah, yeah. But we had mullet top. Oh God. And we had some um, curly Jerry curl mullet cop. Jerry curl mullet cop. We had <laughs> we we had early nineties. These uh, uh, emo bands. Yeah, I call them like wings because they're like super. I was oh, super. I thought it was a toupee. I thought it was yeah. a toupee every time he was on no, the no, screen. No, no, that Did- was just that really super swoopy '90s hair that yeah. all those ga- guys had. See, but I saw guys in my high school. It, it still looked bad, but it looked like it was on their head. That's because like, they attached. didn't have hairdressers to make it extra swoopy to give but, it that gravity-defying. Well, yeah, but you nice. don't need to look like Donald Trump, like with the thing eating your head. <laughs> See, I mean, it just uh, his, his well, hair man? was the only one I liked in that police department <laughs> well, because because that is so telling of the era in which I. <laughs> first, you know, started to notice boys sure, existed as sure. something other than, like, the dudes I played video games with. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, he, he at least had body to his hair, yes. you know? Yes, I was... Like, Lots of knew, product. I was into this. Lots of product. product. Tons of product. There was product. Oh, yeah. I yes. mean, by and large, um, the, the average American male did not learn how to use product until the 2000s. That's right. Why it's... Looks kind of strange here, but yes, he did have like the the um, childhood Leonardo DiCaprio do. Yes, the, mm-hmm. that yes. that part down the middle. With Except the he's fringes. like thirty eight. Yeah, and it just it didn't work for me. That's all right. That's all right. Dennis mm-hmm. Hopper's wardrobe, however, Dennis Hopper's wardrobe was mm, perfect. Oh, so good, shiny, and just yay, so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I, I love the the silver bolo with the yeah. black and the like. And yeah. they were like the red yeah. stripes on his shirt it was, and the silver buttons were yeah. nicely tailored it was almost a bolero jacket yeah it wasn't they, quite that short but it was it was good yeah he it, it was clipped to his waist and then just nicely angled yeah in. It, it's almost like a tux jacket yeah, yeah. those were some nice darts there yeah. was darting mm-hmm. going on there with was that serious darting going on in the early 90s I'm just I remember no- that <laughs> I'm noticing how much we're not talking about the plot well we are <laughs> well we did movie it's fine yeah, that's true costuming's important although very that was very 90s uh female riding gear oh yeah oh yes that was like you remember in back to the future the one where they go back to the old west oh yeah and yeah, what's yeah, his name says he's clint eastwood yeah mm-hmm. And he looks like, and you can tell it's that '90s, like, yeah. I'm from the city, but I'm being a cowboy. Yeah. It was very much like that. It was, and and also, uh, Lara Flynn Boyle's riding gear is very '90s too, because yes. it was that weird patchwork yes. thing that was that was going on. Yeah, and just like, and the, I bet those weren't real pockets. Oh no, they were just like appliques yeah. that were moved. Which why <laughs> women's clothing? Why give us pockets? Yeah, we really, Hashtag really, pockets really want now. pockets. Pocket equality. Yeah. Pockets are bust. <laughs> yeah. Pockets well, on your bust. Pockets on bust. Yes. 
Yes. Stop making True. me use my bust as pockets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my phone's too big. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're not tiny anymore. This this thing does not fit in my bra. Like, no. come on. We need, like, full holsters. Yes. Yeah. Like, utility pants where they have the Ooh. strap for the hammer. You'd, I you'd, like it. Yeah. Replace it with the little hip pocket. Nice. I just need a fat girl utility belt. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With with shark repellent. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Bat shark repellent. Bat shark repellent. <laughs> yes. TM. <laughs> uh, Dennis Hopper had a lovely death scene, too. Oh, he did. That was really satisfying, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got... Well, I wanted somebody to get shot a lot. Everybody's running around with guns and, like... Yeah, well, and, and she's, you know, shooting and shooting and shooting. And I'm like, honey, you can stop now. Yeah, wait. You can... Oh, oh, oh it's still gonna go? Make okay. more? There's, I wish oh. I would have counted. Yeah, but but I, was I like, feel how like big she is that magazine. But I feel like she didn't shoot an excessive amount because the clicking happened. Yeah, yeah it was like a, six or seven. Because there had been no, there well, had it, not been any shots from that gun. No, 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 no. That no, there was at least one when he bangs his arm into the correct yes. into Sorry, the thing because right. that's what alerted the caretakers that's of right. the cemetery. I, I think. I, I don't know my guns that well, but I think that's one where it, where it'd have like a nine bullet. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it, it so seemed that, reasonable yeah. to me, which yes. was good. I mm-hmm. liked that. She it was, was still so fucking full of bullets. Yes. Oh yeah. But After I, the pain that wound. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. That was hilarious. That's all right. I mean, I mean, you you often hear in self defense, like if you have a gun, you just empty it yeah, into the person yeah. who's coming after you. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you go, girl. That's that's what you do. Yes. 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 No, I, I I can totally understand, but but she also was like so cold about it, and uh-huh. it's like this is not your first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Take your finger off the trigger and save some of those bullets. You might need them. Well, I mean, fortunately for Nick Cage, yeah, she did for, not yeah. do this. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, we certainly knew she was not going to Mexico with him. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I love how there's, like, shifting sand trying to figure out, it, was she really just along for the ride and got screwed over by her husband? Or yeah, was and, she and, involved? And, and even was she masterminding this? Yeah, and even, even with all of that, it's like, okay, that's still up in the air. Even when you know she plugged her her boyfriend writing instructor, whatever the hell yeah. it was. Like, you know she plugged him, but you're like, did she do it because she panicked? And because she didn't want everything oh. to fall? I mean, we figured that out as, yeah. as we yeah. come to the end and she's got the gun on No, no, no. Um, I figured I figured she nailed him as soon as the doctor oh, came yeah, no, out. Oh, no, no, no. I figured that too. Okay, okay. But I mean, I didn't know if it was because she panicked and she shot him because she didn't, you know, once we find out she's a criminal. Oh. Then I was like, okay, did she did she freak yeah. out and she she killed him because she thought it was the only way she was going to keep her secret? Or is it because she's actually a stone-cold killer? I just kind of always gave her the stone-cold killer. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I figured it was it was I highly mean, likely that that was the reason. Yeah. But I was willing to believe that there would be the the point where she would go I just, I panicked. He, he was going to take my money or he was going to tell my husband or he yeah. was, you know, and the, uh, I just, I shot him. I don't know why I didn't read that from her. It could have been, it could be my Wayne's World thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, yeah. Although the Stacy and Wayne's World could never have come up with anything so no. brilliant. No, 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 I agree. But she is very much your... Pro- stereotypical femme, femme fatale. Femme fatale. Yes. The, yes. The, you don't quite know what's going on yes. with her until the very end. And then even then you might not know yeah. the story. Then, but she is, she is deadly. And, uh, yeah. And then she, she kind of plays with the fact that 
others in the plot don't necessarily expect her to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nicolas Cage needs to make better choices about who he sleeps with. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah? Yeah. Because, like, do people really do this? Like, this is one thing that movies say all the time and I never understand. Do people really meet somebody and that day go sleep with them and then go to Mexico with them or just do really, really... Well, if you're running for your life, maybe. If you already know Mm -hmm. that you're like... Uh, you're running from the law. Like, mm-hmm. you might just you might just be like, you know what? I'm probably going to die tomorrow anyway. Yeah. And Marlon Boyle is really hot. Mm, true. Well, she's got, she, like, these yeah. freckles on her, like, on yeah. her shoulder she, that were really cute. Like, I... You know, I might, yeah, I, I might sleep with Laura Flynn no, Boyle. No, no, I would I was sleep with Laura Flynn Croft. Flynn Boyle, I can't say her name. Yeah. Although Laura Flynn Boyle as Laura Croft, that would Ooh, be very interesting. Yeah, that, I would hit that. <laughs> I would watch that film in the theater like I would, five times. I would watch her running away so long in a video game. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, put my controller and tape it down and... Just watch. <laughs> just watch her run into a just wall because she's run out of space. And run, and run, and just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This went to a place. <laughs> it went to a place that Nicolas Cage went. This is true. It, indeed. That's indeed. very true. Although so, the, the me didn't sleep with on the same day. That, that happens. That, happens. that does? That does okay. happen. Oh, yeah, it does definitely. not happen to I, me. So am I weird? or did No, 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 no. no, 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 okay, no, okay. no, no. I, I, came, I came to that stage fairly late in life. I would okay, say. thank okay. you. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm just not there yet. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Anyways. It, it's a, it's <laughs> different one of those, strokes. It's one, one of, of those things where, you know, you try and go, <sighs> Welcome to the TMI About Tanya podcast. <laughs> the TMI About All of Us podcast. Yeah. Anyways. So... Better life choices, Mr. Nicholas Cage. In indeed, Red Rock. indeed. Yeah. Better life choices. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, next time somebody mistakes you for somebody else. Oh, yeah. Even if you might be desperate for a job, just say, you know, I'm not that person, but if he didn't show up, yeah, why but, don't we talk about this job? But, because yeah, I'm you got actually a job? looking for like, work. I, I could, mm-hmm. you know, you want me to move boxes? I mean, once yeah. he has you fill out a 9-9, he's going to know you're not Lyle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there were any W-4s going through Wayne's place. I just don't. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> Sheriff he might be, but... Uh... <laughs> also, how long has he been in that town? Yeah. I mean, he bought a bar. Yes. Yeah. He bought a bar. He got elected mm-hmm. yep. sheriff. Yep. And in towns that small, you yeah. have to be there a while before people will be like, hey, you bought me a drink. Maybe yeah. the last sheriff died and they were just like, God, nobody else wants this stuff. Hey, he wants it and he's going to buy us a drink. Yeah. Like, in a small town like that, that might be I can, I can see that. I or, can see that. You know, it... Not everybody would show up for an election, so you might not have to buy them any votes, yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am glad that Tweedledee and Tweedledum survived. They yes. did. They did. Yes. Even despite their hair. Yeah, yeah. It, although Blondie back at the office didn't. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I, I love that scene where they just... They, they like, introduced okay. him and we're like, oh, he's going to bite it. Yeah. <laughs> and then here comes Dennis Hopper. Oh, you're gone. Well, you be, just don't even. Beyond that, okay, the guy is shot laying on the floor. Yes. A couple scenes later, they're setting up the the admin assistant or whatever in front of the dispatch. Yes. Mic, and then in the background, the body is still behind her. 
Well, and, and covered like, in the sheets, and she's just like, oh. What are they going to do, though? Everybody else is out, out like, fighting it up the distraction least, fire. Like, put it somewhere else. <laughs> they can't move it. It's a crime scene. They, ha- they have nobody to do the forensics. They have nobody to take the photos. I suppose. They're dealing with the fire. They've got shots fired out at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. They've got... I guess. For, I guess. It's, it's like there's a total of four people on that police force that we know about. Yeah. And at least one, one of them is, is the dead. <laughs> one is a bad guy uh-huh. who's elsewhere. The two, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, might not even be full-time. Right. Well, we know they're volunteer. So. I kept I kept wanting to call Swoopy 90 her um, deputy so-and-so. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a whole different connotation for this film. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's deputy so-and-so, but he's got a partner. Shit, that's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> he, and and he's not, Dummer, it's fine. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not as likable as deputy so-and-so. No. Oh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who know? Who knew that character would come out of sinister as the the great pig? (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, I I I love those little moments. The Nicholas Cage crawling across the two by four to get to the get to the the car. The um, I love the ending where they're in the train and you don't quite know what's going to happen you know you think yeah. it's setting up for them to go off to mexico together even though that would be a bad idea and it's like nope go get your money boom and yeah off the, see, off i love the that train he pushes, pushes her, her. He yeah the push up her really hard he just kind of beautiful he gives her the nudge and off she goes because go get your too money busy looking at the money yep mm-hmm you know, and I'm just thinking, girl, you're liking camouflage. Everything around you is the color of your riding stuff. Roll around in the dust real quick and lay flat. They're going to drive right on past you to follow yep. that train. Oh, absolutely. Stay the fuck down. And she said she gets up and she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Which was still really satisfying. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I also love how all three of us were kind of going... Don't cross the seal. I can almost reach it. <laughs> it's just, give me the money. No. I'm just sitting there. Throw me the idol. I'll Elsa, the give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it just has so many great little moments. And, you know, of course, several bone-handed ones. It, it balances out, I think. It does. You it's, know, it, it comes out on the good side. It's almost worth it just to watch Nicolas Cage and Dennis Hopper when they're together. Oh, good yes. God, Yes. I was yes. really hoping that it was going to be the two of them team up. Yes, against the sheriff. I so that want it was, that they, they were going to play movie. that, and it did not go that way. This was not disappointing, but I was just like, "Oh, are they going to team up?" Because like, and it's going to be really weird because the dude is clearly a stone cold freaking killer, <laughs> yeah. but they're marines, so he's going to side with him. Like yes! I was waiting for that that he was going to be like. Yeah, what? He tried to screw you? Uh-uh. We're, mm, yeah. we're in this together. Semper <laughs> five. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> waiting for that. I'm probably saying that wrong. Yeah. yeah it is semper five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I do want that buddy movie to happen and both of them on full, like, <gasps> turned up to 11. That would have been so good. It would have been glorious, Ooh. but I feel like it would also have been, like, too much Tabasco, you know? It's like, no, 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 no. Because you don't put in regular Dennis Hopper, you put in zombie Lyle Dennis Hopper. Oh, yes. Okay, that that I can get behind. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. And I mean, at, th- at this point, you know, 
<laughs> that's not the only way we yeah. can cast Aww. Dennis Hopper. Aww. Anybody know any uh, necromancers? <laughs> yeah, I'm working on that. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Settled. Dear listeners, we haven't even been drinking tonight. <laughs> Just this zany normally. <laughs> yeah, we did get our uh, Chinese delivery food. Yes, so we did. Yeah. We did. It was good. Mm-hmm. Food is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, that's probably about all I had about Red Rock mm. West. Did anybody else? You were right about the western kind of A little feel. Bit. Yeah. 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 Oh, too much blue filter in the woods. Yeah. Well, the very nineties thing. Yeah, yeah. The very nineties cop chase thing happened. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do like the environment though. The the fact that this is very clearly a film noir, like a neo noir yes, yeah. plus western. Yes, onto it was it. very. There was horse riding and people said cowboy, yeah. and there were southern accents. But otherwise, it was a noir. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. it I mean, complete with Venetian blinds. Yes, and yes. Oh, when they're in the closet. Yeah. And um, J.T. Walsh is, like, going to find them. And yes. he's like, and I thought he looked like the guy from Terminator 2. <laughs> the bad Z2000. Yeah. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a really good shot. Yes. The, the whole the whole scene with them in the closet was just beautiful cinematography. It was, well, it was lovely tension. Yeah, the entire, that whole set of scenes in the office. Because, you know, with them... Getting the stuff out of the safe, <clears throat> hiding the closet. JT Walsh comes in. They're almost discovered. And then the deputies come in. Yes. And it's like, twist. And then, oh, shit, the, the sands have shifted. And then the whole thing outside of the office, you know, trying mm-hmm. to deal. And then Dennis Hopper comes in. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know, a big, big yeah. joy. It's big joy. <laughs> oh, so much I fun. just don't know. Why you would hire a contract killer to kill your wife when you're both fugitives. Because in the investigation, which you cannot run, even though you're the sheriff, mister. Yeah, point. Somebody point. has to look into it, and you have to be looked into, regardless of your alibi, because that's standard procedure. Somebody is going to figure out that you are not who you say you are. Yeah. Like, you are really dumb. Like, I know <laughs> that money is like, there's a lot of money on the line. There's a ton of money on the line, but you are really, really dumb. Just pay her off and tell her to leave. <laughs> I wonder if he, well, yeah. Well, he like, was probably going to take off, though. I, yeah, I, yeah I, fe- I, fe- I feel like he was going to leave her high Well, what the dry. hell was she supposed to do anyway? All he had to do was leave. I yeah, just take the money. Yeah, if he just, if he it was just, in cash. If he just took the Maybe money. Maybe he just he really left. liked his bar. I guess, but it's just like, if you just took off and left... She wouldn't have anything to stand up. Like, what's she going to do? Call the police? <laughs> Point. Yeah. Mm. See, he was just really, really, really dumb. Really dumb. <laughs> yes. There were dumb, dumb, dumb things. And then he got a knife to the neck. So I guess, you know, that's what you get when that you're that was dumb. gorgeously done, by yeah, the way. The makeup on that yeah. was really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was pleased that it wasn't just like blood spurting everywhere because I'm like, that would... Wouldn't because he didn't pull the knife out. Right. So I yes. was really afraid he was going to at one point. I'm like, don't do it, you moron. <laughs> don't do it. It's the only thing keeping you alive Wait, for these precious seconds. But then seconds. how did I want to know how Dennis Hopper, like, how badly did he cut his hands pushing himself 
I know. Off oh. of that bayonet. Because he was leaning back. Yeah. yeah. So he's going against gravity against his body weight and all he has. Because he can't reach behind it's, him and it's, push. It's his sheer force of badass will. That is that, some That's Dennis the only Hopper. thing that got him yes. off of that thing. Yeah. And, you know, given the level of drugs he has done in his life, yeah. it's possible he was feeling no pain whatsoever. That he is was, true. He had drank a, a, an awful lot of scotch. That, true. that is also true. true. So, you true. know, putting that out there. Yeah. Which means he should have been bleeding a whole lot more, too. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There should have been probably a lot more blood. Yeah. But he was a zombie that, that by that point, so maybe it was... Wait. Dwight Yoakam's in this movie. He's the doctor from Crank. Hmm. Okay, so he could, he could keep Dennis Hopper alive. I think this has something to do with it. I'll go with that. Okay, got it. Can we superimpose, like, the sound of gears turning over that <laughs> I think we got something here, guys. I think we got something. Why aren't we writing movies? We could just watch all these movies and then just write the versions of these movies that we wish we'd seen. Uh, we could, uh, like, we need more hobbies, honestly. Yeah, oh, point. that's true. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right. Oh, so- oh, oh, shit. We forgot to talk about the amazing car. Oh, yes. Oh. How could I forget about that car? Okay, so 1973, oh, Buick yeah. Riviera. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. 21 feet long, seven and a half foot wide monster. Leather upholstery. Leather upholstery, oh. black. Oh, pristine. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was gorgeous. The, uh, the the lovely thing about the, the those uh, Boatel Rivieras, they were made for three production years, and... Um, you can always tell them from the, the incredible rear windshield mm-hmm. that's kind of like an arrowhead. Oh, that weirdly sculpted yes. thing. Oh, they're so pretty. <laughs> so pretty. Oh. And then they jumped in front of a train with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could, though, because it's got a monster V8 engine. Well, that's true. But yeah. you made the point about the handling. Because he's yeah. he, cause he, it, wh- he pulled it. He whipped it. Tail to yeah, get he fishtailed the, the yeah, and uh, yeah, those, those things steer like a cow. Yeah, but they're beautiful. Oh. But he could have at least made the jump. He he did. So yeah, I believe the jump totally. But that Although, was such yeah. a Dukes of Hazard so, shot right there. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, we we so it was. we launched into the narration immediately, <laughs> immediately after. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. yeah. My dad has a 1972 Buick Riviera, and I I I love it. I love it. Yeah. I haven't driven it in a long time because it leaks like a sieve, but... But it is a beautiful vehicle. It's a beautiful vehicle. Huh. <sighs> Life goals. <sighs> so we get it all now? I Do think we, so. We get it all? Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us on Real Education Noir. I have been Melissa, and I have been joined by... Allie. And... Tanya. And thank you for watching Red Rock... Red Rock... Red Rock West with us. And uh, please join us next time when we bring you an episode about Kiss Me Deadly. Ooh. All right, guys. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. 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 We hope you enjoy our film fixation. We'll see you next time on a noir education. Thank you for joining us for a real education noir. New episodes arrive on the 7th and 21st of every month. You can find our podcasts and social media feeds on our website at realedunoir.com. Special thanks to Tim Wick, Jeffrey Brown, and Chad Dutton for our theme music. 
If you like our show, you might also like our parent podcast, A Real Education, which discusses all genres of film. You can find it on the web at realedu.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Well, you're one lucky son of a bitch, aren't you? Huh? If I hadn't had my brakes just done, I'd be picking your brains out of my radiator. <laughs>